Welcome to Championship Culture. We got a, a fantastic guest with us tonight. Chris Dwayne is the uh, head football coach at Mountainside High School in Arizona. Uh, Chris has coached uh, a few years in California, but most of his time has been in Arizona. He's a Navy veteran. Uh, he's been a head coach and a coordinator at previous stops and uh, pretty neat situation. Brand new high school. So they were, uh, they've, they've been in process this year, but didn't play. Uh, Arizona played in the fall this year, but his school didn't play because it was the first year and they're actually their first year starting up actually playing sports will be this coming fall. So uh, pretty good advantage there, Chris, you get, you get a little time, even in this crazy 2020, you get a little time to build your culture. So man, we're excited to have you on here, buddy. Uh, well, I'm definitely excited to be on. Uh... You know, really, really cool thing that watched, watched a lot of the episodes and, and got a lot of things from a lot of the coaches you've talked to. So I'm just excited to be on here. Thank you, sir. I tell you, it's like every episode, you can pull at least one keeper out of it. It's been a really cool deal. I, 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 I do it just to steal other people's ideas, but there's always, I mean, every episode, there's at least one good uh, keeper. All right, so let's jump into it. Question number one, can you give a one minute elevator introduction of yourself? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'd be Christopher Dwayne, obviously the head coach of Mountainside High School. Um, I've had a lot of different stops uh, from uh, uh, Arizona Power Pinnacle High School, uh, North Canyon for that, a couple other small schools. California, I coached for a few years at Torrey Pines High School. Um, uh, like Coach said, I spent seven years in the Navy. Um, been married for close to 20 years now. I have a five-year-old uh shoot just love football love life and love to learn so i i hate to say it my my really my my true understanding of arizona is i i watch a uh i watch a youtube channel that's uh like aviation and man they fly over arizona and it is just breathtakingly beautiful the desert and the mountains and i mean it's just it, it that alone makes me want to go and visit arizona just seeing those the, you know, the 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 views of that place from an airplane oh yeah no definitely i mean obviously growing up in 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 southern california there's the beach and there's a lot of stuff like that but you know there's there's nothing that beats an arizona sunset and watching the sun go down over the over the mountains it's really you know, especially on a Friday night, looking over the stands. I mean, there's nothing that beats it. So, uh, love it. I bet. I bet. I bet that is exciting. I actually, I think I've actually seen. Maybe it was when we did Mond. Maybe he showed uh, some film, and you could see like mountains in the oh, background yeah. behind the stadium. And it, well, you're right. It was. It was breathtaking. All right. Question number two. Uh, how do you define culture in your program? Uh, well, one of, one of the real big things I feel about culture is, is essentially it's, um, I believe it's, it's defined in the dictionary by a way of life through, through different traditions and things like that. Uh, but for me, and, and one, of the, the, one of the big things that we're going to institute at um, Mountainside High School is, is obviously that we're going to compete in everything that we do. And I feel that that's got to start at the, at the top with uh, the principal, the administration, and it's got to it's got to work its way down. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a common phrase out there that, that um, good teams are coach led and great teams are player led. And I feel that uh, when you have that, you know, that culture that starts at the top and works its way down into the head coach and the assistant coaches, um, I feel I feel that culture is, is really easy. Um, 
from the youngest freshman to the oldest senior, it, it, it becomes, uh, you know, what one of your coaches in, in past podcasts had mentioned that when the coaches, when the coaches say something, it means one thing. When the players say something, it means that much more. And I feel that that, that just, that comes from the culture of that program. Uh, there's a couple core values that, that Mountainside High School, you know, uses in the development of our culture. And the first one is having a high moral behavior. Um, I, and I, I really feel that um, that there at times that kind of gets lost, uh, having having solid morals. Uh, number two, academic excellence. You know, there's a lot of stats out there that uh, that, that I think the biggest one is like 0.16% of all high school athletes make it to the professionals in whatever sport that they play. Um, and, and I think at times football coaches, we, we, we get a little lost, you know, lost in the sauce when it comes to the players and we don't really spend as much time as we should with academics. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is the higher GPA that you have, the better, the better chance of getting into big, bigger and better colleges. Um, and then the, the last over-encompassing core value that, that, that we have is competition. Uh, competition in everything that you do, whether it becomes, you know, warm-ups or um, uh, in the classroom, um, doing community service, different things, c competing in life, um, you know, never being, um, uh, what's, the, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Never being content in what you have. Um, and I, th I think that's that's my definition of culture. I uh, I know Rich Rod's been gone from Arizona for a while, but when he was there, he had the OKGs, our kind of guys, and we adopted that at the school we were at. And uh, one of ours was, you know, you got to be a competitive SOB. You know, that, the kind Absolutely. of guy that just competes. You know, if it was if we were shooting marbles, you're you're competing to be the best marble shooter that day, and that. To me, that always, uh, I guess Pete Carroll talks about that always compete idea. And I, and I just, I'm all in on that one, buddy. Uh, yeah, well, uh, on, the, on, the, on the Pete Carroll thing, I don't know if you can see the paintings and stuff behind me, but obviously coming from Southern California, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge SC fan and, and Pete Carroll is definitely, uh, definitely a great role model for, for anybody, but coaches especially. So, well, I, uh, you know, I read his book. And it, it impacted me just that uh, how he can build that culture and build that competitiveness and still be, you know, like a genuinely good guy. You know, I always, I, I, I probably got too much, you know, like I wanted to be more like Saban and just be a tough, you know, mean guy. And that right. really changed my mindset reading Pete's book and, and uh, going that direction. I was actually noticing your, uh, your big guitar, little guitar over there. So, oh. <laughs> so I knew, I knew you're, uh, you had a five-year-old that was right there with you. All right. There you go. So number three, and this is, you know, every program has just a couple things they do that really uh, makes them special. So question number three, what are the three best things you do to build culture in your program? Um, uh, the three biggest things that I do uh, to build culture in my program, obviously one of the things that we, uh, we at Mountainside High School are really trying to institute is the idea of family. Um, you, you know, and, and, and not, not so much blood, but, but community, having that sense of, of community, having that sense of family. So one of the, one of the things that, that we are, that we're going to institute is, um, bringing in the blood at home, for example, like, 
having events, uh, something that, that, that I took from a coach a, lot, a while ago, decals with dad, you know, prior to the first game, uh, dads come into the locker room, help their, help their kids put on the, uh, put on the decals again, kind of brings in that, 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 that father family figure. Uh, and then dinner with mom, you know, obviously again, there's, there's times where, you know, a lot of football players out there are mama's boys um, as much as, as we may hate to admit it. Um, but, but it, it's a way of bringing that family together. Um, servant leadership, I feel is a really big thing. Uh, and, and when it comes to being a part of the community, uh, being able to to step out of your comfort zone at times and whether it has to do with with helping with special olympics or community service or something in the community it's just it's something that i feel is very important um you, you know there's there's a, so so many of us look at look at life through a tunnel and we stay in this you know this very small window of of our own world and i think I think this is an opportunity, you know, playing high school football for, for a special community is an op opportunity to, to see more of that little world. Um, you know, obviously I got a lot, a lot of those ideas from my time in the military and seeing more than my bubble. Um, but, but then communication, communication is a big one for me. Uh, and, and not so much me as the, myself as the head coach communicating, but, but the, the communication with the kids. Uh, and again, that kind of goes to what I said earlier about how great programs are player led. And one of the things that I adopted from my time at Torrey Pines is, is they have a thing called the senior cabinet where, you know, every day after practice, the seniors come in, they talk to you, tell you what's going on. And most of it wasn't even about football, um, but uh, definitely communication. So I think those three things uh, really involving the family and the community uh, and communication with the players. I think, I think those are three really, really good ways to help build the culture that, that Mountainside High School uh, plans to achieve. Uh, talk a little bit about dinner with mom. Uh, I've heard different, different ways people have done it. I'm just interested because that's one I kind of got on my radar that I want to do. Right. Well, um, haven't done it yet, but uh, kind of what, what the plan is, uh, Essentially, uh, I want to try and go to a community restaurant, uh, something obviously kind of wide open, maybe maybe like an old fashioned Italian place with the, uh, you know, the red and white tablecloths and uh, something like that. And, and you, you have it catered, um, you, you know, and, and there are there are occasions where, you know, maybe maybe a kid doesn't have a mom, uh, but but you bring in that mother figure. Sometimes it could be a teacher. Sometimes it could be a school counselor. Um, it could be any number of things, but, you know, you just, you sit there, you, you eat some food, you have a good time. And at the end of it, they, they, they express, you know, it, it gives them an opportunity to be vulnerable and, and you allow them that opportunity to, um, you know, mom, I love you because this, um, and, and I'm appreciative for, for all the sacrifices that you've made, um, to get me to where I am now. And it's just, again, it's a way to, uh, get get our, our student athletes out of their comfort zones and really you know become more a part of the family, more part of the community. Now I, I've heard of play, you know some places where the the kids actually serve the meal to the to the mom. I've heard some places where it's almost like a date night with mom. How how are you envisioning it? Um. Well, I like both of those ideas. So. 
Um, let's just say it's a fluid situation right now. <laughs> um, I, probably, say. yeah, pro probably leaning, I guess, maybe a little bit more towards a date night with mom. Uh, but at the same time, I like that idea of having the kids serve the food because, you know, they've been served by mom for so long. So um, I think both of those ideas are solid. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like you. It's still in the brain stage. You know, I right. just know that's something I want to get done. But, you know, if you did the date night, you could make a big deal out of, you know, opening the car door and opening the door to the restaurant you could. and pulling the chair. You know, you could do all those little things and and you really you're double you're, you're rewarding mom, but you're training them how to treat a woman, too. So there's, Very there's true. double benefits to it. But I'm like you. It's kind of still in the in the brain stage. But yeah, I just see that could be such a huge thing for for every for your whole program, you know, as far right. as is building family. All right. So you did great on that, man. And I know, uh, you know, I know that first year you're in that, you're, you're in the process and, and then to, to get hit with this, you know, the limitations, this kind of handcuffs a lot of the things you want to do when you're first starting up your program. I know for me, home visits is such a big deal for us. So you, you can't, you, yeah, you can't exactly do that. Right. You know, in, in our, in our, preseason meeting we do a covered dish well that's out this year you know, we're in the spring <laughs> so it, it's coming up right but, you know that so a lot of the main things that i do to build culture we can't do this year so i'm kind of i'm looking for <laughs> i'm looking for right, little pieces absolutely. How, to, how to get that all right so uh question number four uh what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first got started well, to, to be perfectly honest with you, coach, I, I, I don't really think I know much right now. Um, you, you know, every single day for me is a learning experience. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I still consider myself young. You know, I'm 36 years old. I feel like I kind of got started a little later than some. Uh, but, but I just take every day as an opportunity to, to, to learn. Um, I, think, I think maybe one of the things that I would have wished I knew back then was um, at, at times how, how much time and energy you have to put in for things to be successful. Um, you know, I obviously got, got married prior to, to entering the coaching game. So I think um, that has been a little bit of an adjustment. Uh, but at the same time, it's, it's probably better than a deployment. Um, so um, I'm sure your wife but, thinks that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, definitely on that one. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think kind of goes to that. I don't really think that I know much at all. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be humble or anything like that. I think it's just a matter of, I learned something new every day. Um, and, and putting the staff together for, for the first football season here at Mountainside has been, has been an eye-opening experience. Um, and and I've, I've taken from, you know, the coaches I've worked with at Pinnacle and, you know, Coach Zupke at Pinnacle and uh, Coach Cicero over, he's now at St. Mary's, but um, Coach Ashby and Coach Gladnick in California. Um, just I've gotten a lot, of, a lot of information from them, and I consider myself to be extraordinarily lucky to have worked under great men and coaches um, like them. And, and I, I feel that, that all of the experiences I've gotten from them have allowed me um, and prepared me for, for, for something like this. So um, 
I, I guess to answer your question, I, I don't think I know much. Uh, I'm just trying to learn every single day. So, good answer. <laughs> and, and, uh, just so you know for sure, you're 36. You are still young. So don't, yeah. don't worry. You got plenty of time. All right. Uh, question number five. Uh, I I I met you through Twitter. So can you give your Twitter handle? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, the Twitter handle is at Coach Dwayne M H S. So it's C O A C H D U A N E M H S for Mountainside High School. Okay. And then uh, anything to promote or just your final words? Uh, well, r really, uh, you know, I'm just I just kind of want to promote the school right now. Um, obviously, we're still in in the infancy stages. Um, so the, the, the high school has a Twitter, it's at MHS Wolves FB, basically Mountainside High School Wolves football. Um, and uh, we have a Facebook too, we've got an Instagram, pretty much all the same thing, MHS Wolves football. Um, right now, obviously, I'm handling all of them. Uh, so <laughs> that was going to be my question is, do you have a young guy handling it for you? Oh, uh, no, no. Well, according to you, I'm still young. So, well, yes. I know. I'm in the same boat. I'm old and I, I still, I just haven't found the right guy to take it and run with it and understand how important it is. So I kind of have to do my own right now, but right. one day I'm going to find a little uh, computer genius. Absolutely. That will do it for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Figure out, figure out a way to pay that young man for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, just, uh, you know, brand new high school and trying to get it off the ground and, and really, you know, build something special over on the West side of Phoenix. So, uh, the far West side of Phoenix, I should say. So that, and I was going to ask you that, that, you know, I'm in North Carolina. So if you're on the West side of Phoenix, so we can kind of figure out where that, we can at least find a map that shows us where that is in Arizona. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, suburb community, bedroom community of Phoenix. How is it? How close are you? Um, well, so we are, as of right now, I guess the, the district is essentially uh, a rural district, um, far outside of Phoenix. It's probably about, uh, uh, 25 minutes from central Phoenix. Um, but in the next four to five years, uh, as more and more people move into to Arizona, because Maricopa County is the fastest growing county in, in the nation, um, about four or five years, our rural community is going to be a bustling suburban community. So um, it's not quite a suburb yet. I guess it's kind of a suburb, but it's it's still considered a rural district for now. So and how many how many kids in the school? Uh, well. <laughs> Uh, 51. We have 51 kids. We're actually running it out of a uh, renovated building right now. Uh, the comprehensive campus should be built uh, for school year 2022, um, and at, at which point we'll probably have 1,500 kids. So uh, we're going to go from really, really small to pretty good size in a couple years, which is going to be an interesting uh, roller coaster for sure. Now, Arizona in general right now, are you guys full face-to-face? -face? Are you A, B? Are you completely distance learning? How's it working um, in Arizona? 
So uh, Arizona does it obviously district by district. Uh, the governor decided that, that he would allow the districts to determine that based on the metrics that he set forth. Um, so I'm still I'm still teaching at Pinnacle High School um, and we are full virtual for the foreseeable future. We just got an email today that January is going to start that way. Um, so really, until the numbers go down, we we are doing this. <laughs> That's how we've been the same. We've been completely virtual and we're going to, we were going to start up a B schedule after Christmas, but just got the email. So we're right. still, we're still virtual for at least at the start. Yeah. So today, today was the last day of the semester though. So have a nice couple week break and then, and then back to the grind uh, January 5th. So gotta love it. Adapt and overcome. Yeah. Well, it won't be long before we're back to normal, but. I uh, appreciate you coming on doing this, man. You did a great job uh, and look forward to following you as you grow. Uh, sounds like you're going to be exploding from a, from a single A to, I don't know, how, the, how do they do it there? We, we go single A to four A here. Yeah, so six, six A over here is the largest division. Um, one A is the smallest. And actually, we're going to be playing eight-man football year one, uh, which will be interesting for me at least. Um, and then I, cause the one, a division is eight man football, but, but the way the school is going to grow, we're, we're probably going to, in two years, we're probably going to make the jump from two a to four a, uh, which will be quite a big jump. So we'll see, we'll see, roll with the punches. We've, uh, I, I live in the, the outskirts of Raleigh, kind of okay. like you, I'm in a small town about 30 minutes from Raleigh and, They've had it. They've had little communities around there that did the same thing. Went from single A to the highest uh, classification in just a couple of years. So uh, there's there's nothing like explosive growth, buddy. No, you're you're in for a lot of fun. But man, I appreciate you doing this. You did a great job. Thank you, sir. It was a pleasure. Thank you.